welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe and Dan. Hello. What's up, Oos? How is my tribal chiefs today? Tired. How are you? I'm, I'm very awake. It's lovely British summertime at the moment. We're recording at it's a very good hour. Yeah, it's not raining and I've got Rampage on at the moment. So, yeah, all good. Oh, enough to put anybody to sleep. We currently got J.K. Hager versus um, what's his face Eddie Kingston, and they're currently just hitting each other with forearms. It's good. I don't think I read the results of Rampage, but I would assume Eddie Kingston wins that and quite comfortably. He's been a bit of a jobber, any Hager in his AEW career so far. Yeah, I just Did he actually have any like meaningful matches? Well, he had that cage match, and he with Wardlow. They had that. That was probably his biggest match. He's been in all those stampede matches as well. But they just keep going. Yeah, he's got a three and MMA record. Yeah, from however record. long ago, um, wasn't he like disqualified from one or two of them or something? Yeah, Bellator. Remember. Or had his like, results taken off him? Bellator's free on UK Tally, usually on like a Friday night on Channel Five. Gets no yeah. coverage. It's all Bellator. Oh, well, God love him. God loves a triad. <laughs> we, the people, bring bring over Cesaro, reform reform their uh, tag team. Do that. I think I heard Cesaro. I read on the sheet, dirty sheet. Cesaro, he's going. No, he's going back to WWE. That's what it, that's what melts in everybody's saying that he's about to resign with WWE. Just what a few months away. Um, well, if Meltzer says it, it must be true. Well, it must be true, mustn't it? It must be true. How are you, Joe? Yeah, good to join the weather. It's, as I said, it's nice not for it to be raining for once in Wales. It's 90% rain most of the time. So it's lovely hot weather. It's meant to be in all week. So I'm enjoying the nice weather. And I had an ice lolly today on lunch. So it's oh, very you? nice. What yeah. brands did you have? It, it's from the British uh, High Street chain Iceland. There's like the own brand ones. Oh, I see. Right. Other iPhones like, are available. It's like five for a pound. So it's like I bought like three packets. I bought them into the office I gave I was giving out ice lollies to everyone I was like the ice cream man giving out everyone ice lollies everybody always jokes about that in my family because when I was a kid obviously if it was nice weather and I was out for the day with family it'd be like oh shall we have an ice cream shall we have an ice cream and you'd say it obviously because the ice cream van was right in front of you and my uncle because he was the only one that could drive at the time he was like yes that's fine you can have an ice cream and rather than going up to the ice cream van which is what we wanted because the ice cream was right there he would go yeah that's fine we'll have an ice cream and we'd walk 10 minutes to find an iceland and get like five ten for a pound in a box and yes look there's your ice cream and we'd have it and he'd be like but it's the same thing yeah but it's not it's not the same thing yeah but you've got ice lollies at home You've got a chock ice, in, got the, chock in, ice the in the freezer yeah. at home. Yeah, that's what you want. Do they have ice cream vans in America? Ooh. I don't yeah, know. Of they do. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Of course yeah, they do. There's yeah. loads of TV shows. We ice cream for ice cream. Oh, thank God's sake. Yeah, well, of course they do. Being like, we've got like postman wrestlers. You know, we've got like wrestlers that are, you know, IRS. And why have we never had like an ice ice man or what, you know, the ice cream man? What would his name be, though? Mr. Whippy. It'd have to be Mr. Whippy. I don't know if they have. Is it Mr. Whippy, though, in America? I hope not, because that's shit. <laughs> 99. We, they wouldn't Whip call it 99 shit. over there. They'd be like 99 cents. No, it'd be like a dollar. Yeah, but it's a common misconception that a 99 is called a nice night because it's 99p. It's not. I can't remember the exact same reason, but 99s have been called 99s when they were. 40p in the 80s 
it's got I can't remember. It's got something to do with Italy, even though it's whipped shit ice cream. So it's not proper ice cream. It's just I've air. Got to have a flake. Got to have a flake in it. You enjoy the flake more than you enjoy the whipped. You've got to have proper ice cream to start with. I'd rather just have the flake than have whipped shit. <laughs> Whip shit. Yeah, I want some proper Cornish ice cream, some proper, you know, made with cream and milk. Solid, the type you've got to scoop, not the kind of stuff that comes out of a cat's ass. Cool whip. Yes, cool whip. Cool whip. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. So I suppose we best talk some wrestling, not just ice cream men wrestlers, although I am going to think for the rest of the show what a, a cool, no pun intended, ice cream man's wrestling name could be. Um, but I mean, let's start with the biggest piece of the news, arguably this week, and it's. Um, I feel like we have spoken about it before, probably a couple of times in the last year or so of doing the podcast. But unfortunately, there has been a, another DUI for Jeffrey himself, Jeff Hardy. It's like the third time in three years. I want to say, I'm sure I read that. Um, feels like more, but it seems to. It feels like it happens every bloody six months. Uh, but unfortunately, yes, he uh, he has been involved in a in another situation where um, he has been caught under the influence and driving, and it's not looking good, is it, Dan? No, you know, you look, you think about it. We were talking about Jeff Hardy a few months ago. He's been released by WWE, and then we later find out that he had a drug, he had an alcohol test, and he was all clear. And it was just the fact that he was dizzy and he walked out, and we're all going, "Oh, WWE should never have got rid of him." That's why that they've you know, look to put him in the Hall of Fame and they look to get back in his good graces. But actually, if you look at it from a long-term perspective, actually, WWE releasing was probably the right thing to do. You know, he needed to go and sort himself out. Somebody told him to go to rehab and sort himself out. Instead, he's waited his um, three months expiry. He's gone to AEW. They're booking him in a Fighter Fest um, three-way ladder match for the tag titles, and now he's pissed it up against the wall. No pun intended. He's out of the match. Um, we don't know what's going to be happening with it. They've had to release a statement. And he's letting... I, I know we're always going to be on Jeff Hardy's side and we're always going to want him to get out, but he's letting a lot of people down. He's letting a lot of people down. I mean, it says here that... So, for anybody who doesn't know, he did have a court date set yesterday, but for whatever reason, that was cancelled. So, it's been rescheduled for July the 5th. Um, he was arrested on the 13th at quarter to one in the afternoon. He said he's been arrested for driving with a suspended and revoked driving license and driving the influence marking his third offense. So say marking his third offense within ten years. It's definitely his second within two years. Um I'm sure of it. Um but anyway, so apparently he brew he brew he blew a point two nine four, which indicates that he was driving um, you know, well above the um, allowed limit. He was driving. Apparently, he was driving under the speed limit, but he was weaving across the lanes, which brought the police's attention to it. Um, they struggled to pull him over. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the video, but <laughs> when I they it to you, didn't I? Oh, you did. Yeah, when they pull up, they they draw out their weapons. <laughs> I mean, that's, and then he uh... sits on the floor. They turn sit on the bonnet. He just sits on the floor. Like, mate, you need to get up. We, like, if you're trying to convince him that you're not drunk, he's not doing a very good job. Not really, no. I'll just have a sit down. I'm a bit tired. That's why I was weaving around. He says I'm a bit tired. But I mean, you say he's, uh, you know, you say he's let a lot of people down. But you know, we have to look at it from a, a non-wrestling fan standpoint here, and a non-wrestling standpoint. If this was a, an everyday normal member of the public in any country, really, you know, they weren't a celebrity, or they weren't known, or they didn't have the money that said person has. And, you know, once, I mean, once is enough, but twice, three times, 
the same offence, he's not just putting his own life at risk. He's putting other people, pedestrians or the motorists and anything like that. And let's be honest, Jamie, there's no, um, you know, th- there's no reason for it. There's no excuses. Mm-hmm. Especially considering what, like you said, it's two, three times this has happened now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw this uh, meme that I, I don't know if it was shared within this group because there's so many going around. But um, there was a, a match between Jeff Hardy and Jey Uso with a winner. <laughs> it's like basically a driving license on a pole on a match. Pole match yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was a money in the bank match, but obviously yeah. rather than a briefcase, it was a driving license up there. <laughs> but driving license on a pole match sounds great too. Why not? It does. I mean, what what now? So I think I mean I think looking back at it, people became fully aware of issues that he's always had because it is issues and people do need help. But thinking back, was it was it turning point? I can't remember what TNA pay per view was, but obviously everybody remembers turning the, point. the yeah. sing and yeah, the sing and Jeff Hardy match, if you want to call it that. And, you know, he'd obviously been dealing with some demons before that, but that was the first time it prominently became known to, well, the rest of the world, live on TV. And then he's had the proper, you know, two or three offences since then. Is it now time, Joe, for proper action to be taken? Because he's had his fines, he's had his nights in jail before. Is it now time to actually, you know, in the nicest way possible, lock him up? Because let's look at it from a... A British standpoint and a non-celebrity standpoint. Like I said before, if it was a no pun intended, if it was an everyday Joe who had done it on that, I mean, you'd like to think they'd be locked up on the first attempt, but on the third attempt, this would be jail time, and we'd be talking a couple of years. You know, whether or not they serve the full term, you know, they might serve a year and get released early. That's still a decent amount of time. So, yeah, for him, uh, for his own self, teaching him a lesson, but also getting in some help on whilst he's on the inside as well. I don't particularly want to see anybody in jail, but will this not be the lesson that he needs? I, I mean, they definitely need to like put him into like house arrest or something, or like I don't know if jail's the right measure of this, but he has done it a couple of times. So obviously, in in the line of work we do, you know, we take driving under the influence, you know, very seriously, and you know, he should be he shouldn't be driving if he can't. You know, he should be drunk driving. He should definitely go and get some like counselling and go to rehab. To whether that would be a jail or the house arrest, but he definitely needs like some sort of rehab and counselling, like go into like the Betty Ford Centre or somewhere along those lines where they like put him on a forty-day program and he's not allowed to leave until I, I like put like an ankle tag on him or something where like. They watch him for like a couple of months where they can say, okay, we can trust you now not to drink again. Does, does it set a dangerous precedent though, Dan, if we're saying after your first, second, third time within this, I mean, regardless of how many years it's over, but certainly in a short space of time, if we're going, you know, effectively it's just another slap on the wrist, is okay, here's a fine, regardless of what the fine is, unless it's millions, which it won't be, there'll be a few thousand, he can afford it. You know, if it's just a fine couple of nights in jail, time served already because you've already spent a couple of nights whilst we've been interviewing you, don't do it again, time served. It, that's not teaching somebody. That's not, He's not learning his lesson, surely. 
No, exactly. And it's, it is all about learning a lesson. That's why, you know, like Joe said, the house arrests, the jails, the fines, the reasons for these is to teach somebody not to do it again. And if he's on his third occasion where he's doing it, and ultimately he's putting other people's lives at risk, driving along a motorway, you know, yeah, okay, he's under a certain limit, but you're in a heavy machine, or intoxicated three times over the limit, you're putting other people's lives at risk um, at the end of the day with it, if you put long and short of it. Um, I, I mean, our opinions are our opinions, what they do, you know, it's up to themselves there, but you look at it non-wrestling related, if somebody's doing that and it's their third occasion, they're obviously not learning from the other times that they've done it. Yeah, okay, they need certain people need certain help and they need to learn new ways to grow and and get over that hump and with wwe you know jeff even said it when he was on jericho's podcast he had to check into somebody every week um to show that he was fine and at that occasion he wasn't checking into that person and he left the arena halfway through a match and he looked wobbly so they thought that he was intoxicated so that's the reasons why they went the way that they did but he's showing that they you know, he's had all these people doing so many things to try and help him at some point you need to help yourself as well but you know if you you go in three times and you know over the limit it's your third occasion dy driving then really they should take his driving license off him because your license is to show that you can legally drive that vehicle and you know the rules of the road especially it isn't you know that we know a uk law he shouldn't have a license he shouldn't be able to drive a car if he's driving the car over the limit it, it, they should take the license off him and whatever they deem necessary to make him learn with it but you see him say all of these things yeah i've learned my lesson you know and, and all this, this is a setback but ultimately they're words you've got to show actions um and the actions he's showing is just contradictory to whatever he's saying on different podcasts and different shows really what does it say for wrestling then in respect of this so just taking a step back from Jeff Hardy himself personally at the moment. And I'm using some historical examples here as well as recent. But, you know, you've got people like Jey Uso two or three times himself in, in a relatively short space of time over the last few years, DUIs. Um, Kurt Angle, just to dig up one from a few years back, you know, getting hooked on the prescription painkillers, but also on alcohol. He had at least one, if not two, um, you know, DUI arrests. Um, within the last 10 years or so, thankfully got himself sorted out and clean because of that. You know, one could assume and one could argue without knowing the full facts that, you know, prescription medicines or, or certainly alcohol is potentially used as, you know, not, not just a personal thing, perhaps a numbing thing because, you know, they are going out night after night after night. You know, it, it, I suppose it's both a cultural thing but it's also the nature of the business. You're getting hurt. You can only take so many painkillers without getting addicted. Or, you know, we all know, we all have a couple of drinks and, you know, start to feel a bit tipsy and a bit, you know, you feel better after a couple of drinks. So, you know, they're out getting beat up. Their bodies are hurting a couple of drinks. I'm sure they feel much better. Um, but also, you know, they're on the road. We've heard stories, whether it be people on podcasts, you know, um, table for three episodes on the network, anything like that, all these bloody, well, what was that network show where they're in a car, like a car share type thing? Ride along. Ride I? along, that ride type along. thing. And they're talking about, oh, after the shows, you know, these this group, or they go out to this bar and have so many drinks and things like that. So, you know, we've got to look at it from a cultural aspect, but we've also got to look at it from a personal aspect as well. So, you know, what, what what's it say about wrestling as far as, is, is it an issue within wrestling alcohol because of the nature of the things that their bodies go through? Yeah, it, it's it's part of the course. Well, yeah, okay, after a show, they, you know, they, they want to relax. But there's a lot of wrestling culture where 
some of them don't even drink at all. A lot of them play video games or like you said, they got their Twitch. Um, they unwind. People unwind in different ways. But ultimately, I look at the the two occasions now. We've mentioned Jeff Hardy quite a bit on the podcast over the past few years. You know, when Jeff Hardy was released by WWE, he was actually ascending towards possibly facing Roman Reigns uh, for the for the actual um, the title at the time. You know, they're building towards that sort of match. Everybody was complaining, oh, you can't put him in 24-7. He needs to be more towards the main event. You know, okay, he's then left the company, realised that he's left the company um, due to their decision because he didn't want to go to rehab. Well, maybe, you know, in that case, maybe that, that might have been the right call. You look at it now with AEW, a lot of people been going dream matches. You know, he's been having matches with Darby Allen. They're having their tag team matches. You know, loads of really good dream matches. Yeah, he was a little bit sluggish in his last match. Um, not the Jeff Hardy that we remember. But like I said, he was going to be going in a three-way ladder match for the AEW tag titles, Jurassic Express, Young Bucks. And then that match was going to be absolutely killer. It's got the um, the lookings of it to be a five-star match. They may have won the, the tag titles and added another one to their collection they'd never won before. But, you know, I know it's, we say it's letting the fans down, but it's just, just disappointing. You're saying, really, you're booking Jeff Hardy, giving him a push, but then this happens. It, it kind of means that, well, can, can we book him? Can we long-term book a storyline? not trustworthy. No, yeah, not trustworthy. It becomes a bit difficult. And it gets to a point where you're saying, well, you're near the end of your career. Yes, the fans are behind him. The fans want him to get better. But does it get to a point where you're like, you know what? There's second chances, but we're on like 12, 13 chances by now. And it is, you know, it's disappointing. You know, we were looking forward to that um, Three three team ladder match. Yeah, it's still going to be a two team ladder match, and it's going to be great. But yeah, it would have been a hell of a lot better with the Hardys in it, and it would have got a lot of mainstream attention, you know, because they're a team we've known for thirty years. Let me throw this out to well, all, all three of you then, really. Then, so obviously, depending on what the punishment from a law standpoint is, what's the punishment going to be from an AEW standpoint? So you know, if he's, and what, what do you think is right? Because if he's I don't know, fined by the police and, like, like we said before, I don't do it again type thing, which you could be a lucky boy if that happens. You know, is it right that what's currently happened, the suspension without pay while things going on and then a reprimand effectively from the company, maybe give him a couple of months off or however long he needs to get himself sorted then back on TV? Is that enough punishment? Or, you know, if he is given a significant amount of jail time, and I'm talking significant, you know, anything from a few months plus, you know, should that be it for him? In certainly in AEW, for just forget the rest of wrestling because somebody will hire mm. him. Somebody's you know, somebody will have anybody really. Anybody will have anyone. But from AEW, do they go? Thanks, but no thanks. Unfortunately, you've you've made your yeah. bed now. You've got to lie in it. Released. What? What? What's the punishment that fits the crime for this one? Then and that's two or three of you from from an AEW standpoint. Well, when you say. When you sign up to any contract as a job, you know, your actions, the way you act and where you are, like re reflect upon the company. So, you know, he's a, he's a quote unquote celebrity. He's a wrestling celebrity. He's a very well-known wrestling celebrity. So his actions reflect on the company he works for, AEW, and ultimately the broadcaster, you know, Time Warner Media and TNT, you know, if they're putting on a superstar who's a known you know, drink driver, he's got no thing for the law. You're like, well, that's not really good reflection on AEW and Time Warner. You know, they've got this person, rightly or wrongly, you know, he's got, he's got his demon, he's got his addictions, but he keeps going out 
do a DUIs, and if if AEW keeps giving him chance after chance, like the investors in Time Warner and the car businesses are like, how can you invest in this person? He's a drug, you know, he's going out to get all these DUIs. I believe the Khan family are heavily involved in the car manufacturing industry. You're like, well, how can you make bits for cars, but then one of your employees is going out drink driving all the time, you know, that's a bit of a, you know, it's hypocritical, really. No, it is. And let's not forget as well, I suppose, another argument, Jamie, is that he's he is a role model for children as well, Jeff Hardy, whether it be WWE or AEW. I think he's one of the, I suppose you want to call him veterans now, because he is, he is getting on, but regards to the fact that he was, you know, popular from the year 2000 onwards uh, with children, he still is now and he's maintained that popularity. Does any wrestling company want somebody who's had two, three DUIs um, in the spotlight for children? No, I mean, Jeff Hardy was one of my favourites growing up, obviously, like you said, as a kid growing up, obviously his high-flying style. Um, And obviously the kids look up to him obviously with the face paint and stuff they have that attraction when the kids want to go they want to kind of replicate that when they go and watch the shows and stuff uh the only thing with AEWs, obviously that's more i'd say aimed towards your 18 plus demographic they are aimed at the adults the people that grew up with the attitude era so if he was to say not saying get away with it but you know if he was to carry on with a company I don't see him getting released from his contract, whereas if that did happen in WWE, I mean, I say he probably would have got released or suspended for suspended for 90 days. When was the last person that you remember getting suspended for 90 or 60 days from WWE? I mean, was it Jimmy? Probably. Uso? Did it a few years that got a DUI? Randy, Randy, Randy Orton. Randy yeah. Orton. <laughs> well, like Jey Uso did it, what, Jay or Jimmy Uso got a DUI earlier this year or last year? And he just took yeah. some time off TV. That was it. And nothing else happened. So, and that that is more of a program aimed at children for the wider demographic. So, who knows? But I feel like there is a certain issue there. I mean, Randy Orton's failed the drug test three times. He should have been fired by now, according to WWE law. But um, there's always loopholes around it. And obviously, Jeff Hardy's, this is third, did we say, DUI? possibly yes. even more potentially yeah well he's definitely the second if not third within a short space of time and has he felt obviously he's had a troubled past as well with drugs as well obviously you remember the impact main event with sting and stuff like that as well so it's not just duis he has actually had problems with substance abuse as well so it's again i haven't seen the video so i can't see how intoxicated he is from it because obviously like I think Dan said earlier from the Stone Cold Broken School session, he was talking about it all openly. Um, so it's just a shame to see it actually happening again, whether it was or whether it was just a few drinks on the road and he thought it was fine. I don't know. So, well, either way, it was well above the limit. What he what he blew. So you know, what one drink is too many, I suppose, when it comes to that. Dan, what's the what's the punishment then? Um, if it's if you're asking me, take his driving license off him. Um, you know, it should be. Well, it already was. He was he was driving yeah. with a, a suspended slash revoked license. So you know, well, he's yeah, he's clearly showing that he can't learn from the mistake he's made. They've said your license is suspended for the very reason. Um, you know, there's sometimes with the prison time, that's the way that you'll learn a lesson. You know, they said that what was it three thousand five hundred pound bond to be released 
um, while they make a decision on it. So he's already had to, you know, fork out quite a bit of money to be released from prison. So you look at it and like money's really not going to be too much of an issue. But into you know, with everybody, it's time, isn't it? So if if you are, he, how how long really has he got left on his career? Probably two, three years. If they put him uh, in potentially prison, more, yeah. They said that they, it could be up to five years in prison for what he's done. So if he is in prison, then it's he's going to be in a situation where, well, really, you're not really going to have much of a more of a career, are you? Your 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 career's done. Your mistakes are that you know you you do want him to learn from it. But how many times have we been saying? Jeff needs to learn. Jeff needs to learn. I mean, CM Punk was doing this gimmick back in two thousand and nine. You know, we're still we're still talking about it now. Um, it comes to a point, and it, you know, it is whether whether us fans are behind um, the, the guy. You know, we want him to get better. He's somebody that we've been watching for twenty odd years. But it comes to a point where enough's enough. You know, we need you to actually show action and show that you can do stuff. And some, sometimes, you know, maybe a prison sentence might be the process for it. Who knows? We're not the people who can who can make that decision, but you know, definitely he's showing that he can't abide to the rules of the road. So I know that we say with the license being taken off him, but you know, that's one one thing there to start with at least. Yeah, no, and you know, I think it's all fair comments that we've made, but I think we can all echo that regardless of what the punishment is, hopefully he gets the help that he needs, and hopefully this is the last time. Um, you know, we don't want to be talking about it in a year, two years' time, or however long we get. You know, unfortunately, we could be talking about something far more serious that he's either done yeah. to himself or, or to somebody else. So, you know, fingers crossed that he gets the help that he needs. But as we as we mentioned earlier, uh, there is an AEW Dynamite tonight at the time of recording. It's the special, it's the Road Rager, like that makes any sense, Road <laughs> Rager-themed episode. And they have the Hardy Boys been pulled from the ladder match. So, I mean, let's have a let's have a quick look and a breakdown. I know Jay, Jamie will be interested in this specifically. Um, there looks to be some decent matches specifically on this one. I think I probably will give it a watch. Not live, of course. I shall watch it pre-recorded. Um, but if we start off with the ladder match then, we know that the Hardy Boys have been taken, or the Hardy, should I say, taken out of the match. So Jurassic Express are just defending the championships now against the Young Bucks. So, I mean, yeah, Jamie, do you want to um, give us your thoughts on this one? Then is this the Young Bucks finally going to retain the, the championships and get them back? Or do, does, does Jurassic Express carry on with that poor, poor defence? I think we we spoke about it at the last pay-per-view, didn't we, about Christian and possibly that turn. Um, they do like these little shows going on, these themed dynamites, so to speak. So if it was to change at this point, I think it would most likely change now than on a, a normal dynamite. Um, so possibly this Christian turn is finally going to happen and the Young Bucks will win it. Whether I don't know how it would happen, whether I don't think Christian would align with the elite. Um, or he's just sick of them. I can't see it happening with the Young Bucks. That's the only thing. I could possibly see it happening with a different tag team, like, say, for example, Dan's favourite, the Dark Order, and Christian becoming the leader of the Dark Order, for example. Possibly. I could see that more than him joining the Young Bucks. So for now, based on all that, Jurassic Express to retain. Oh, interesting. Anybody else think that the Christian heel turn is going to happen? Uh, it, tonight, it, it could or... happen. I just can't see. Well, him it could, but it will. I mean, he could just turn and not join the other team. He just turned because he's just had enough of them. Yeah, I think that I can see, like you said, it is a chance for the new champions. Um, and I think with the Bucks becoming a two time, I mean, we haven't had a two time 
tag team champions yet. Um, so, uh, but we have had two time um, TNTs. So maybe it's a chance now. Company's been going for a few years. Bucks get the belts again, and it does mean then we can transition onto the Red Dragon thing. Um, there's a lot of tag teams hanging around that we could see the Bucks go up against, and they are regarded as like one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, I think the turn, if it is going to come, will come after the match where there's the frustration in the eyes of everybody. You could just see everyone's thinking it's Jungle Boy. Um, who's going to be the one who's going to be having the hits taken on him. But it could be Luchasaurus gets fed up with him and just chokes Sans Christian in frustration. It could go that Christian attacks Jungle Boy and then Luchasaurus has to make the decision. It could be that um, Jungle Boy turns heel um, and attacks Christian and so says he's dead weight. He's the reason we lost the belt. So Hollywood, Hollywood Jack Perry. Yeah, Holly, yeah, Hollywood Jack Perry. Yeah, it could go that way. I mean, he's got the lineage with it. He goes up with uh, Anna Jay as well. So there's many different ways that he could go. Um well, all three of them can, but I think it is going to be the case that there's going to be some dissension, maybe not in the match, but afterwards where they're all looking at each other, they're all a bit disappointed. I think the snap would come there. I like the idea that it's a turn by Luchasaurus or Jungle Boy rather than Christian Cage because everyone's expecting Christian to be the one that turns. So, you know, I like that idea. I think if it is Christian that he's going to turn, and if it is tonight, to me, it's got to be during the match. It's got to be maybe Jungle Boy at the top of the ladder, ready to grab it, and Christian, for whatever reason, just runs in and pushes him off the ladder, like right at the top of one of the really tall ladders, through the tables. I'm talking like, a, you know, WrestleMania 17, um, Bubba Ray Dudley off the top of the ladder through all the tables in the outside type spot. To me, it's got to be done like that if it's going to be done tonight. Um, but I, oh, I, I don't know if any of it's going to happen. I, I, I've just got a feeling the Young Bucks are going to, win because I think the Hardy Boys were going to win so I think they still want to do the this change of the titles and take the titles off off uh, Luchasaur, Jurassic Express should I say but yeah I, I think the Young Bucks will do it. What I'm more interested in though is the Plaintiff versus Wardlow. <laughs> the 20 on 1 Joe. Could it be the Meltzer 5 star match? Um, absolutely not no. <laughs> like one and a half maybe. I mean, Jamie's going for the plaintiffs to get the win. Well, why not? Why <laughs> the bloody hell not? Uh, no, nah, it's never going to happen, is it? Fantastic. What if one of the plaintiffs is MJF? I mean, is he even going to turn up? He's been removed from all of the opening, hasn't he? So. Oh, he's off the website. He's off he has been yeah. Sasha Banks, yeah. He has been Sasha Banks. But what's, so where's this leading to for Wardlow then? So he wins tonight, obviously. What what's this building to for him? Because obviously MJF, yeah. But how how does he get to that route with this? Like, what what's this storyline all about? I think it's just it's ending off the MJF thing. You know, you've had security guards walking down to their own pages. Now we've got loads of people that are in the factory that we can kind of give a bit of tea time and experience. It'd be one of these things in five years' time. You go, oh, that rising star was one of the plaintiffs. That guy in the breakout tournament in NXT, he was a plaintiff. You know, like it was with the Rose. Um, you know, um, what's his name? Something Rosebuds. Rosebuds, yeah. All, all yeah. the Rosebuds became famous. Maybe all of the plaintiffs will become famous. We have to watch this space. You know, Max Caster, he was one of um, Bobby Lashley's sisters a few years ago. Look at him now. Listen, listen. You know, he's making he's making waves, he is, and he's one of Bobby Lashley's sisters. Is um is Jericho getting his head shaved tonight? Then Joe, will it happen? No, it'll be Ortiz. It'll definitely 100% be Ortiz because he's the one losing his hair. You can see at the top. 
But I'd love to see uh, a bold Jerry. The, the wizard won't. The wizard won't lose his hair. He's a wizard. I don't think if he if he wasn't in Fozzy and he wasn't touring yeah. and all that type of business because I know he's still touring. He's still got planned dates for like the next twelve months. I'm not buying a ticket, Taryn. I'm not. Having <laughs> <that> again, <laughs> no, again. not again. But um, you know, if he knew for sure, he he had a, a good twelve months. You know, uh, sorry, um, twelve to twenty four months of no touring with Fozzy and it was just pure wrestling, then I think he might do it because, you know, he, he, he lives and breathes whatever type of persona or character he's playing in Jericho. But I think the fact that, you know, he, he does have his real life, he has his band, he has, has Fozzy, I, I don't see He had him. short hair in Fozzy years ago. He had short yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah, sure. He had the Backstreet Boys haircut, as um, was it Cena called him. But to be but, fair, most people that are fans of Fozzy are fans of professional wrestling and I because know, of Chris Jericho. From a marketing perspective, from a, a marketing, marketing standpoint, Chris Jericho come watch it with Fozzie. that bold head. <laughs> that bold head, yeah. Um, no, it, it'll be Ortiz. I mean, it's really one of that definitely 100% thinks it'll be Jericho. Yeah, me. I think it'll be Jericho. I'd love 100%. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I'm torn. Like, I thought it was probably going to be Ortiz, but, you know, the way Jericho is rebranding his character, it could possibly happen and have a new iteration of Chris Jericho. Just imagine the overacting, and then he goes on to another gimmick where he's like the mad professor, and yeah, that's making him go nuts. You know, you know, Jericho, he loves doing is stuff like that. With Ortiz, does it really matter? He'll just grow yeah. it back within a couple of months. With Jericho, he'll just live with it. That's what I mean. That's why I think it's going to be Ortiz because Ortiz, you, you can always tell who it's going to be who's going to lose their hair in a hair versus hair match just because of the way it's going. Like, look at Kurt Angle. He was going bold. He was thinning, that type of thing. You know, stuff like that. I mean, I think the the only one that's a, a big surprise was Molly Holly back in the day. And that was just because it was two women with decent heads of hair, both of them. We found out why they afterwards, though, didn't we? Because they I weren't going to get on the card otherwise. They said that. that was I'll tell it. you what, we'll we'll do. It. What if you know when you put us on mania? I shave. We shave our heads. Hell yeah! Like and it's a memorable moment. But there it's was NXT had, a, NXT had a hair versus hair match a couple months ago, and the guy's already grown his full head of hair back. Yeah, but how old is he? Ah, oh, he's in his mid twenties. I, I remember his I mean. former name was in Brendan Vink. What's his new name? I can't remember the Aussie guy. I know what you mean. Yeah, but like with with Jerry Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson. That's it. I do think with Jericho, though, he does, you know, speaking from somebody who's thinning themselves, um, with he does have a decent head of hair, does Jericho, and regardless of his age, he probably could shave it all off, and within, well, certainly within six months of being back to what it was like when he came back to WWE, you know, the short, the short blonde hair type thing. So, and I do think, you know, over time it will grow back. Anybody else of that? I mean, how old is Ortiz? He'll be younger than Jericho, but he's not that is he must be yeah. I was gonna say he must be ending up to forty, whereas Jericho yeah. is, you know, fifty like. Um so it makes more sense for him because he's got you know, he's got the younger head, he's got the younger head of hair from Ortiz as well to yeah. for it to grow back if he needs to. But at the same time, because he is already a bit thin on the top anyway, he could just get rid of it and then keep it as it is, like Kurt Angle and that type of thing. So Interesting, interesting, but I think what's more interesting about this is the fact that we're more interested in just who's going to get the head shape of whether or not it'll be a decent match or not. Um, <laughs> does anybody care? Pro- probably not. Um, but uh, Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay will, um, you know, I think 
that's going to be decent because it's going to be decent to see Osprey in uh, in AEW and against Dax Hartwood as well. We know how well Dax can go. And of course, we've got the, oh, the the first round, if you want to call it that, because they love a tournament, the All Atlantic Pacific World Universal Championship <sighs> qualifying match between Ethan Page and Miro. Um, I would assume Miro's Miro's probably getting to the final or close to it. If he, like I say, I want Pack to win. I think they're silly not to, but Miro's got to be one of the I mean, ones towards the end, the semi-finals, the final type. You talk about all these people, this kind I of do. I do. And all different people from different places within the world. Surely it makes sense for Cesaro in Switzerland. He does, but he's going back home where he, he's going home to grab that he's brass ring he is. He's going home. He's going home. He's going home. It does make sense, but I suppose it gives him another reason for Tony Khan to have another lights out moment since he loves debuting people with the lights going out. Oh, what's going on here? Is there been another power cut? You know, it's just getting a bit tiresome now, isn't it? But um, I, I would like to see him in AW, but no, I, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll see it personally. But yes, I will. I will probably watch Road Ra- Road Rage. Why is it called Road Road Rage? But Road Rager. Stupid, yeah. terrible, 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 terrible. What um isn't terrible though, and what is rather exciting, more exciting than anything AEW has done in its entire existence of a company, is next week on Raw. Dan, the return, the return. Forget Cesaro, no return. You know, forget the potential one day return of the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, or Braun Strowman. Any of this. The return for one night only of the older brother. One night only. For one night only, the older brother of Ezekiel, Elias, is back. Don't you think it's really, really convenient that Aaron Rex had his retirement match on NWA (laughs) last week? Yeah. And now all of a sudden... Elias is coming back, but I don't. Um, oh, I don't know if uh, people are thinking too much. Is that I would. I would love. I would love it, but I don't know if people are thinking. I can imagine the scene. Deep. It comes out. Damian Sandow comes out, and it's like, no, you're not Elias. You're Damian Sandow. I know, and it just goes more towards Kevin Owens. Be like, how can you all not see what's going on in front of us? It's like, no, I am because you know he's the stunt double, isn't he? He's the stunt double to the Miz, isn't he, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> I could see, I could see um, Ezekiel wearing like one of those um, like fake wigs or like the fake beards, like the glue on ones. Well, that's how I think they're going to do it. If he's there in the flesh, then it will just be Ezekiel Alliance um, wig on because he's cut his hair right, so he'll need extensions or he'll need a wig on. And obviously, the theatrical makeup, the, the beard and the moustache, and he can come out in the old gear. If they're going to do it, on the Titan Troll type thing, it's what we discussed previously. How they're just going to overlay it and make it look like they're stuck next to each other. But if they are going to physically have two of them out together, then it has to be a stun double, if you want to call them that. And then, you know, of course, it would have to be, you know, Damien Sander. But I'd like to see it, but I've just, people, are, I think people are going to be disappointed. Those Get those Abba, you know, like Abba have got the tour in there. You mean the Avatars? Yeah, the Abadars will have an Elias tar. It's a, it's a lot of money, whether or not that they would do it for the sake of a 10-minute segment on the Get a hologram like um, 
Freddie Mercury or Tupac, where it's just like that's it, the yeah. last one. <laughs> what I think, I think they'll start happen? with something recorded backstage. They'll do something recorded. They'll be like, "Yeah, it was all doctored. It wasn't real or whatever." And then he, he's going to get beaten up, Ezekiel in the ring, and Elias will come out and save the day. And everyone yeah, will lose cause... their mind because obviously they'll do something on the screen. It'll be like a massive cop out, and everyone will be like, "Boo!" kind of thing. And then Ezekiel will be in the ring getting battered by Kevin Owens. And then Damian Sando, dressed up as Elias, will come out and save the day. Well, they're gonna... So here's the thing then. Are people going to remember him? And when I say that, I mean like a modern audience. A lot of people in the arena will, but especially kids and stuff. It's been longer than you think since Damian Sando got released. Um, so mm. are people going to know... That, That's that good then, him? isn't it? That's good. Yeah, but you also want people to know that it's like Harry from, needs from a, a money in the bank winner. Well, and it's money in the bank season. And an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner, did he not as well? No, but... he didn't win that, no. But he, he, was, just, he, he was a did former he stunt double of the Miz. I don't know if you Oh no, he got thrown out. Well no, yes, obviously. Um yeah, no, he got he turned on the Miz, didn't he, in the Battle Royal? And he almost won, won it. No, he was like Was that when last. Matt Hardy won it? Yeah. Yeah, when the fit when the feed when Bray Wyatt came back and helped him, yeah. Um yeah, but part of the whole storyline is the fact that they're playing the audience and the fact that everybody knows it's Elias, so and that's the joke, but it's not, it's Ezekiel. So at the same time, if he if it is gonna be Damien Sandow, Aaron, Aaron Rex, whatever that comes out, then they want it to the point where everybody knows it's not Elias, they know it's really Damien Sandow, but at the same time, look, it's not, it's it's Elias. So is it going to have that hit, that impact for people? Are people going to remember him? We're going to remember him, and people online, your internet wrestling community are, but I just hope in the, if they are going to go down this route, which I'm going to say they're not, and he won't be, people are going to be disappointed, but if he is there, I just hope in the arena everybody gets that. It's not just a quarter of the arena, and a quarter of the people going, oh, wow, yes, whatever, and everyone else is going, oh, somebody's come out dressed as Elias, isn't that funny? You know, it needs to have that impact. Walk with Elias. I can't wait. I'm going to stay up. For the 10 minute section. Yeah, but you did. I, I sent you guys a clip of it yesterday. It's a good job that I recorded the live Raw. I had Japanese commentary for the first 10 minutes of Raw. I was like, what's going yeah. on? I had to look at it on Twitter. It wasn't trending or anything, but yeah, the first 10 minutes on BT Sport was all in Japanese. So how about blah, blah, blah. What? Hang on a minute. Have I recorded something wrong? It's like something happened. What's going on? But then all of a sudden it just clicked. It was during the Miz segment. Uh, I was like, hang on, what, what is going on here? I'm going to say that Elias is going to come out and win the Universal Championship of Roman Reigns. No, of course it's no. not. Whether it's he's Roman Reigns, he's still off. Oh, did did you not see that tweet by Roman I, show, I shared that tweet of Roman Reigns, didn't I? Where he I basically remember. put about Riddle. He was like, gotta leave my private island, get on my private jet <laughs> to get a private limo to go kick this loser's ass or some shit like that. It was great. I'll see if I can actually find Is that it on Smackdown so. this week? It is. Okay. I might even stay up for it. There it is. Now I have to leave the private island, jump on a private yacht, and then board the private jet just to smash this idiot on SmackDown. Tribal chief problems. <laughs> tribal chief problems. He's, he's my tribal chief, Taron. 
Yeah, you know, it'd be nice to see him for the first time in about a month, especially since he's not going to be at Money in the Bank as well. Well, it's going to be what they what they need to do is they need to crown an interim, interim. champion. <laughs> is what they need to do. I was going to say with WWE, is there like a minimum like requirement for like championships? Like how many? No, look at Shinsuke. Like with boxing, like if they don't. Defended within a certain time period, they basically have to give it up, don't they? Shouldn't they do that in wrestling as well? Well, they can do what they want. Who's your favorite Well, it says. Um... Fury. <laughs> <laughs> it says here, I'm literally just reading the dirt sheets now, um, and this was only posted today by. It was posted by WrestleVotes, the um, Twitter handler user basically leaks off and gets everything right like 99.9% of the time. Uh, he's tweeted today, so according to a source, the creative decision to uni- uh, unify the titles was with the understanding that it would allow Roman Reigns to appear on both shows more regularly. However, he's only scheduled for one Raw in the su- uh, during the summer. So it's not working out how they want it to, is it? So how long is it going to be before they just split the titles back again? Well, it gets a problem, doesn't it? We've got Money in the Bank uh, in a few weeks' time, and they can cash in the title at any show, but they can only cash it in at any show when the champion's actually there. And if he's only there six times a year, it doesn't really make the Money in the Bank that more exciting. Oh, we're going to see him. He's going to be it. Oh, okay. We'll oh. tune on those ones. But you know the ones he's not advertised. There's no point because the title's not changing. I've got, you've got the perfect way to get out of this now. He has, They want to cash in the Money in the Bank, beat Roman Reigns, but what title does he take? Because there's two. Or did it count as undisputed? Roman Reigns could be like, no, you can only cash it in for one title, so I'm keeping the other. There, That's how they're getting out of it, everyone. There you go. I've, I've so surprised so. this. Yeah, possibly so. That could be the way that they do it. Or you can just take both titles off Reigns and then that can lead him to go off and do whatever he wants to do since he's not. He's doing a Lesnar, he's doing a Seed or whatever. He's not going to be here yeah, the time. Right and that's a way to get him off it. So we'll see. Get Jamie on the right team. He'd be released after a week. What a terrible idea. He'd have have Cesaro go into EW to get eliminated in round one of the Intercontinental US World Heavyweight Women's Championship unification (laughs) match that they're having. The 24 7 7 11 Continental Championship. (laughs) That's the one, exactly. Ladder match. Um, Speaking of money in the bank, though, we do have our first competitors for both the men's and the women's. We've got Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss all qualifying for the women's match. And we've got Seth Rollins, who beat AJ Styles. And when I saw that match, I thought, oh, that's a bit of a no-win situation for both of them. Because Seth really needs the win. But poor AJ, he's not going to be in the ladder match. And he's going to lose to AJ. He's going to lose to Seth. But, I mean, you guys watch Raw. Joe and Dan, was was it a decent match? Really good. good Um, It should have been the main event, to be honest. Um, what they did as the main event was a bit soggy. But, um, yeah, really good match. Um, great on the show. Um, yeah, it is a bit weird. But they might do a thing where they have, like, a battle royal for a last chance kind of thing. You never know. Um, but it works with Seth. And Seth's my my pick now um, to win Money in the Bank. It's to rub it in Cody. Cody. Yeah. He's going to dedicate his um, win to Cody as well. Yeah. I mean, you got the thing as well with AJ Styles. I mean, you say it's a shame or whatever, but chances are most likely Money in the Bank, it's going to be him and Edge versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest or something, you know, just to keep that going. So, 
That's a good shout. And the women's then, Lacey Evans, she's got to be the favourite so far. The so evil is mine. No, she. I tell you what, why did she even come back? They have used her in the most despicable way. She came back at, what was it, Elimination Chamber and disappeared again for another month. Has come back again. She's just... Um, yeah, what's the Bloody point? Doll. New theme music, though. We should bring new theme music. It's like, stand up, sit down. Stand yeah, but they're up, not sit down. doing anything like, with her, are Do the okie cokey turn around. Like, <laughs> the music's really good. There's going to be a lift to win. I would like lift to win. As long as she does a little jump on her entrance, the lift jump. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, shall we quiz it for this week? Yes, we can. Is you it? Karen, you wrote today's quiz. Sure. No, it was my quality quiz last week, and I'm sure that Jamie's prepared something rather quality for us this week. You know what? We've always had these kind of themed quizzes recently, so I thought I'd just go back to a little bit of general knowledge, a little bit of randomness, so to speak. General knowledge? land animal? No, so I just thought of a random stuff, and I thought, why not? Um, So I will start off with a little bit of a topical question, and it's to do with the Road Rager, and it is, at which WrestleMania... Did the hair versus hair billionaires match take place? At what WrestleMania was the battle for the billionaires hair versus hair match? (laughs) I was going to say the question, when was the last WWE match to be hair versus hair? And what I looked online, I couldn't really find anything, but this could have been it as well. So, NXT, there was one on NXT. If you don't count NXT. Out main roster. I'm trying to think because there was WWE because the the other one there was CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio hair versus mask. Mm. So when you can hair versus hair traditionally, I was looking online, I couldn't find it, so I just went with it. That's um, what I think. I'm pretty sure there has Dan been. Dan gives a big straight away. He's Dan's getting it. straight away. He knows you ready. Which wrestler, male or female? Was billed at one time from Mr. Toad's Sweet Ride. How did I know that? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Mr. Toad's Sweet Ride. <laughs> I thought you liked it. T O A D S. Mr. Toad. Like a frog. Toad. T O A D S. Yeah. Is it WWE? Sweet Ride. Uh, it was, yeah. Oh, okay. Mr. Possibly Toad's released now. Who knows? Sweet ride. Oh, okay. Mr. Shall Toad. check to see if they have been released. Now, why are you saying that? Been released? It makes it sound like that they're still. I was thinking someone from years back, but that's potentially someone who's still active and possibly even still on the main roster. Let's have a look on here. They are no longer in WWE. <laughs> As of this year, if that narrows it down, male or female, or those in between. Question three (laughs) Who did David Arquette, everyone's favorite wrestler, make his professional debut against in WCW? Question four is for four points. 
And all you have to do is name the four winners of NXT seasons one to four. So there was four NXT seasons, four winners, please. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the one guy. I've got two. The one, yeah, the one. Do I need to give his WWE name or can I take his name that he's got now? WWE name. Good Lord. Oh, I'm trying to remember his name. I know he's. I can remember his TNA name. Because that's what it would have said: is NXT winner, blah 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 blah. blah. Question oh, five. Who did Kenneth Omega face in his first AEW match? Who did Kenny Omega face in his first official AEW match? Question six is something we didn't really talk about on the podcast, but congratulations to Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins for getting their first five-star match since 2011, I believe. But my question is, what match in WWE slash NXT holds the highest rating with a 5.5? There was two or three that had a 5.25, but what match has got 5.5? This could be WWE. Or NXT. Yeah, we didn't mention it, but apparently Eric Bischoff said it was the best WWE match he's seen in 20 years. It was a really good match. I want whatever crack he's been smoking. (laughs) It's the quality stuff. We've, We've spoken about a few brothers tonight. Obviously, we have the Jacksons, as in Nick and Matt. We've got Jeff and Matthew Hardy, but everybody's favourite brothers, Elias and Ezekiel. What is their last name? Yeah, I almost said it earlier. (laughs) Obviously, Elias had a last name in NXT, but it got taken off him when they decided to put everyone to one name. I am so glad I didn't say that. I was going to say it when you were talking about it earlier. What are brothers? A lot. I mean, what if it's not as? What if they're only half brothers and it's not Ezekiel's last name? Well, in that case, then it's. Uh, <laughs> I want the points for it then. Okay. Question eight. Who did every's everybody's favorite son, Jason Jordan, win the Raw Tag Team Championship with? Who did Jason Jordan win the Raw Tag Team Championship with? Fantastic. And I've just remembered, I think, Ezekiel Serving. Good old Google. (laughs) Good old pen and paper. (laughs) Question nine. Which former wrestler is Bray Wyatt engaged to? Oh, yeah. A nice easy one to get you ready for this quality question with eight points up for grabs in question 10 that's eight point eight point 
Eight points up for grabs in question 10. And all you have to do is name those eight people who officially made the list of Jericho twice. Made it twice? There's eight names that have made the list of Jericho twice. I don't think I can tell you what. Who are they? So, say for example, he gave it to like somebody but put their different name on there, for example. So that wouldn't count. It's officially their name on there. I'm just going to write eight names and hope that one of them is at least. So obviously I'm just looking for their name not anything to do with them so i will give you one example one of them is my best friend my former best friend kevin owen and kevin owens fingertips that's only one so kevin owens isn't an answer oh for god's sake <laughs> i'll give you a few moments while you think and then we can go through the answers Okay, let's go through the answers. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I'll give you a... No, let's just do it, because I, I ain't got any for that last one. Okay. It's, it, it's because it was a poor, poor storyline, that's why. It was one of the best things going. Okay. Do you, do you remember everybody's... What was your favourite list of Jericho, Dan? What was your favourite one? The 1,004 holds. Armbar! <laughs> Joe, who was your favourite person to make the list? Triple H. Okay, Taron. Do you not remember any of them? Not even Chintz McMahon himself. No. Do you remember when he put? No, when he put Chintz McMahon. Who's Chintz McMahon? (laughs) Should that have been a question? Who's Chintz McMahon? Who's got no chin? Oh yes, okay. But is he on it twice? (laughs) No, he's only on it once. (laughs) Good. I've got got a few names, so hopefully I'm pretty sure I remember a bit of it. So let's see how it goes. Okay, question one. At what WrestleMania did the Battle of the Billionaires take place, Dan? WrestleMania 24. Joe? WrestleMania 21. Taron? They're both wrong. It's WrestleMania 23. Correct. It's WrestleMania 23. Oh, well. Battle of the Billionaires, because The Rock had his promo the week before, and everyone mentioned that he was just on the Titan drop. Question two, which wrestler was billed from Taron's favourite place, Mr. Toad's Sweet Ride? Go on, Taron. Who is it? What did I write down here? Oh, I just wrote down a, st- a stupid name because I just thought he was irrelevant. So I just wrote Drew Gulag. Joe. <laughs> Tiffany. Dan. Kalisto? No, I mean, Joe was kind of nearly there. It was Candice LeRae. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She was sweet candy at one point, wasn't she? Oh, my days. Number three. Who did David Arquette make his professional debut against, Joe? Desco Inferno. Dan. Jeff Jarrett. Taron. Desco Inferno is not a bad shout actually, because I was trying to think of somebody who was jobbing at the time. So I thought Hugh Morris is in. No. Bond, but... It was Eric Bischoff. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, here we go. Name four winners of NXT seasons one to four, Taryn. I can see him shaking his head. That's why I'm going to you for I've got, I got I've, four. I've got two. One of, them, one, of them's well, a, one of them's a woman, and I can't remember who it is. One of them's definitely a woman. She might have even joined on it. I can't remember. But anyway, so Wade Barrett, obviously. Um, yeah. The other one is Caval, who is low-key in TNA. Um, Dan Shaker. Is that the one that you couldn't remember, Dan? I remembered it. I remembered it. Oh, he remembered it now. He's yeah. right now. No, he did say earlier on, I remember it and wrote it down. Um, Go on, Joe. So, Have you so, got hang any on, I'm not finished yet. I wanna, you uh, said I, that's all you've got. <laughs> I can't, can't remember who the other guy was, so I'll just throw a woman out there and say it was... Uh, it was uh, uh, Layla. I don't know. I know she, she was. No, she, she was, was like total divas. Uh, yeah, but, but <laughs> not total divas. Like what's a, it called? Diva search. That's the one. Yeah, and she was a she pro was on one of the series. Anyway, I think so. I know. Go on, Joe. Have you got any advances um, on that? AJ Lee, um, okay. Caval, Wade Barrett, Alex Riley. No. So you get two points for Wade Barrett and I get two Evil. Points. And so do you. T- Go on, Dan. Dan's Cable so confident here. Season one, Wade Barrett. Obviously. Season two, Kerval. Season three, Johnny Curtis, also known oh. as Fandango. Season four, Caitlin. Oh, you know, yes. just because you're being so smug, I'm going to give you two points. Because Caitlin hey. won season three and Johnny Curtis won season yes. four. No, that means <laughs> it's all, it's all so you got the seasons Caitlin. wrong. It don't count. They count. They get four points for that. Happy days. I miss Caitlin. She was quality. She was the classic as well. Yeah. Who did Kenny Omega face in his first official AEW match, Dan? Michael Nakazawa. Joe. Michael Akazawa. Taryn. No idea. Jericho. I can't remember. It was Chris Jericho. <laughs> double under <laughs> <Was> <laughs> Yeah. The winner no, got I to go that. into the championship match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which match holds the highest rating for WWE slash NXT, Joe? Walter versus Dragunov. Dan. That's what I put as well. Walter Dragunov. Taryn. I didn't even think about that one, so I just put one of the many Champa versus Gargano matches. No, you are all wrong. They only Ooh. got 5.25. Oh, 5.5 was between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> okay. Since Taryn was so confident he got this now, what is the last name of brothers Elias and Ezekiel? Well, I wrote the answer down, and then I wrote another one next to it because I can't remember if there's an extra letter in it or not. I can't remember if it's Samson or Samson. So I think it's Sam. I think it's Samson without a P, but I know if I pick that one, it'll be the other one. But I'll say Samson. Okay, Joe, who are you saying? Samson and Dan, yeah, it's Elias Samson. Is that without the P? Without the P, it's without the P, yes. Yeah. Samson, <laughs> get the P. Okay, question eight Who did Jason Jordan win the Raw Tag Team Championship with? Joe, Tag Eagle, Dan. Seth Rollins, yes. He there. won the SmackDown title with Chad Gable, but won the Raw with Seth Rollins. 
Okay, question nine. Which former wrestler is Bray Wyatt engaged to, Dan? Georgia. Taryn. I also got Joe. Joe, but I did. I thought she was just an announcer. Did she train Joe. as well? I put Joe Joe as well. Yeah. Well, of course he did. Okay, and here we go. The final question. We'll start with Taryn because he's got one. <laughs> Possibly. Eight people made the officially made the list of Jericho twice. Go on, Taryn. I have no idea. I, genuinely, I couldn't even tell you who made it once, honestly. So I've just written down four names because they were the first Let's names see. that came to me. So um, I put, I, I have no idea why, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, John Cena and Shawn Michaels for some reason. Okay, get zero points. Yeah, not <laughs> as much. Go on, Joe, who have you got? Paul Heyman, Michael Cole, Jeff Hardy, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon. You get zero points. <laughs> um, Mike Rome. No. Tom. Tom. Because he used to, when he was doing interviewing. Yeah, go. Yeah, they, who? They, they... What's his last name? Phillips. Yes, Tom Phillips is one, yes. Because <laughs> he kept Jerry calling Lawler. Tom Phillips instead of Todd Phillips. That's it. Um, Jay yeah. Lawler? No. Jim Ross? No. Um, and um, I already said Mike Roman. I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? That was it. No, that's it. Because I put Dean Ambrose as well, but obviously that's wrong. If I gave you the question, who was the first person to make the list, would you have got that? Absolutely not. Um, I was I was going to do that. I'd say um, Fandango. No. Is he no, no, any no. No. The first person to make this list was also on it twice, and that was the answer is Mick Foley. Oh, so the other people that made the list twice: Xavier Woods, Fair. Renee Young. Fair. Unnamed cameraman <laughs> AJ Styles. Technically, he made it three times because he got soccer mom hair on there as well for a third time. <laughs> Tom Phillips, Elias, and Elias's scarf also made it on there as well, but that's not a second one. And Mojo Rowley. Okay. Fair. Right. Yeah, I can understand that. I'm glad I don't remember any of that. Elias's stupid scarf got on the list once. Yeah, including that, Chintz McMahon. <laughs> I remember that's when Jericho came back for like the twenty fifth anniversary of Raw, and he had his. Um, he so had you do Kenny remember Omega. something from the no, story? No, he had a right? he had the Kenny Omega t shirt on, didn't he? Because he was facing Kenny Omega in New Japan or something, and he came back for a special appearance, and he was backstage, and he put Elias on the list. Then, right, I got seven. <laughs> seven. Seven. Five. Dan, I'll be on like nine. Eight. Fair enough. Oh! <laughs> if only you could remember Mick Foley. <laughs> if only. I'm glad I didn't. Right, that puts us on. Let's have a look. Oh, God, yeah, Dan, Dan on another point. He's still top with nine. Jamie's on four. Joe's on three. Nine's still on two. Who's on the quiz next week? It must be Dan next week. Well, yeah, well, that's an important question. But the more Thank important God. question, Taryn, is um, who's bottom? No idea. Dan, you're on quiz duties next week. You are. I am. Speaking of Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? 
yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cast Show. Make sure to like, rate, and also subscribe so you never miss an episode. But we're also available on your social media, on your Twitter, your Facebook, and your Instagram. Take part in our polls, comment on our stuff. You know the drill. Lovely stuff. Enjoy Road Rage. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Maybe stay up for it. I'm sure we'll see a new world champion in Riddle. Can't wait for that. Can you tell I'm being sarcastic? Uh, if even Roman Reigns turns up, might have another night off. Why not? It must be tired. Um, but yes, if you'd like to sign us off, then Jamie. Yeah, and then you can join us next week for Forbidden Door Talk because that will be next Sunday, next Saturday or Sunday. So what a time to be alive. And without further ado, will we finally hear that next week? That's all I'm saying. Yes. I must bid you a good night and goodbye. Ta-ra! 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 Ta-ra!